Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Andy sent me a note about a story from the Department of Justice. I love the press releases from the Department of Justice's office. For immediate release, husband and wife real estate team sentenced for wire fraud. This is out of Virginia. A husband and wife realtor team from WISE, that's a place, WISE, W-I-S-E, but the capital W, were sentenced today on federal wire fraud charges related to their scheme to create fake residential sales contracts in order to obtain advanced sales commissions to which they were not entitled. So one of them is 40 years old, pled guilty in February of this year to a single count of wire fraud. He was sentenced today to 15 months in federal prison. Uh, the woman, who's 38, also pled guilty to wire fraud back in February and was sentenced today to 15 months in federal prison. In addition to their prison time, they agreed to pay back $146,273 in restitution. According to the court documents, the two owned a real estate agency which operated in southwest Virginia. Between March 2016 and November 2019, the defendants created at least 19 phony residential sales contracts and submitted them to advance commission companies throughout the country to fraudulently obtain money. So there are people out there who will lend you money, like banks and credit unions and mortgage companies. They'll lend you money. But there's also people out there who will lend you money against a future debt or or money you're going to get in the future. You may have seen the ads on TV for J.G. Wentworth. And they say that they'll help you get your cash money now if you've got a future settlement coming. And they would then double check to make sure you actually do have a future settlement coming. And they'll figure out what the present cash value of that is and give themselves a slice for profit and figure out some way to make that work. But here, apparently, there are companies out there that will lend you money against a commission you're going to make when a house sale closes. And this is a weird one because if I'm out house shopping and I have to see a house and I want to buy the house and make an offer, the other side accepts the offer or they counter and I accept that or we negotiate, we come to a price and we say, okay, we're going to do this thing and you're going to go to a closing. The time between the actual offer and the closing, I wouldn't have thought was long enough to create an industry for people to step in and say, yeah, we'll advance you that money if you send us you know, a, a signed contract. That, to me, was a surprising part of the story. Advanced commission companies provide a financial service to real estate agents by assisting them with cash flow. Cash flow. Specifically, real estate agents may sell portions of their pending commissions on legitimate residential sales contracts in exchange for access to cash before the closing date. And I have to imagine a short-term loan like that has got to probably cost you some money. I mean, a better amount than simply a straight loan from the bank. Um, As part of the scheme, the two created entirely false contracts for properties they knew were not under contract, or they listed buyers and sellers who did not exist. Now, this is strange. Because nowadays, there are websites out there that list stuff for sale. And there are websites out there that also simply scrape the internet looking for information. So if you see a house and you want to know if it's for sale, like there's no sign in the front yard, but you're, maybe it's for sale. 
You can go on the internet and check different sites and they'll tell you if they think it's for sale or not. And quite often they're good because they're gathering the data from all kinds of different sources. Most people, most people don't list a house for sale but keep it secret. I understand it might happen with rich people out in California or something uh, or movie stars or something. But generally speaking, if my house is for sale, I want people to know it. And so if you contact a realtor or somebody who sells real estate, because I understand realtor is actually a trademark. If you contact someone and attempt to sell your home, you want them to advertise it. So my point of this little ramble here is that if somebody submitted documents and said, hey, we just sold this house, it would be very easy for somebody at the other side of that table to go, oh, there's the address. Let's look that up and see if the house was listed for sale yesterday or day before yesterday. Additionally, the two altered valid residential sales contracts to reflect that no other real estate agent was involved in order to double their claimed sales commission. So, of course, if I go to sell my home and I have a realtor representing me and you come to buy my home, you've got a realtor representing you, it might be that your person gets a slice and my person gets a slice. But if there's only one agent involved in both halves of the transaction, then they might get the full commission. And that's what they're apparently doing there. So they may have been doing this with some real transactions as well as the fake transactions. To further their schemes, the two created fake title companies, including one named Excel Title Company, to validate the fraudulent contracts to the advanced commissions companies. So they would in turn authorize commission payments to the couple. The couple then obtained over $300,000 in advanced sales commissions over the life of their schemes. Of course, this all falls apart uh, when they fail to pay somebody back. And I assume that's what happened because these you know, aren't gifts. Uh, these are advances against something coming in the future. So it might be that they're running the old Rob Peter to pay Paul thing. And so they might actually just raise money here and use it to pay them off and raise money here to pay them off and, and do that. That's possible. But those kinds of schemes often fall apart because it's like a delicate balancing act, you know? United States Attorney Christopher R. Kavanaugh and Special Agent in Charge Stanley Meter of the FBI made the announcement. The FBI and the Virginia State Police investigated the case with assistance from the Wise County Commonwealth Attorney's Office. Assistant U.S. Attorney Lena Boucher is prosecuting the case. But, of course, it looks like the case is over because they pled guilty and they have been sentenced. And I'm wondering now that they obtained over $300,000 and have agreed to restitution of one forty-six. And like I said, they may have paid some of this back and then failed to pay others of it back. And the strange thing about this, I mentioned earlier that if you have a uh, settlement but you need cash now, you can contact that company that advertises on TV and show them your paperwork, convince them it's real, and then they will advance you some money and basically buy your future payments from you. Uh, you should be aware that there are actually sometimes situations where there's an agreement that says that those future payments cannot be assigned like that, often like in a trust or something. But the other one, and I'm aware of this because I'm an attorney, but I've never used these companies, but there are companies out there that will front you money if you are involved in litigation and there's a high likelihood you're going to get something. So let's suppose, let's suppose that you're involved in a grievous accident in a factory 
And there's no question that the factory owner, the company that owns the factory, is going to be paying you a pile of money. It's just how big is the pile? And so there are companies out there that will tell you that if you have litigation in place, they will examine the case and they'll say, oh, so it looks like it's a multi-million dollar case. We'll lend you half a million dollars. The, the half a million dollars has to be paid back when the case settles or you get a judgment or something like that. And so it seems like a great deal because if they're going to get some money to lend the person half a million against a multi-million dollar future judgment, doesn't seem like that big of a risk. But I can tell you, as an attorney, and someday I'll tell you some great stories. I've got a few, but I just, not, not today. Where people have gone into court with cases that were so good, so good. Imagine the odds if I told you, I'm going to hand the ball to Michael Jordan in his prime. No one is defending him. There is no shot clock. There is no game clock. All he's got to do is dribble the ball from half court. Not shoot from half court. Dribble the ball from half court and do a layup. That's all he's got to do. And in exchange for that, you get $10 million. You'd say, Steve, that is, without question, a slam dunk <laughs> for a mixed metaphor. No, that's, that's, a, that's a gimme. There's no way he can miss. Oh, haven't we all seen the guy who gets the breakaway? I understand it happens in a game, but my point is that we've all seen it, where somebody goes up and goes to lay the ball in and, Dink and it clunks off the back backboard and goes flying, doesn't go in. It's possible. And I've seen cases like that. I've seen cases where somebody was negotiating a settlement in the multi-millions of dollars. And one side's offering to pay many million, and the other side is demanding even more millions. They go, let's go to trial. Jury comes back and gives them zero. I have seen those cases. And I know of at least one, I think actually two, where one of them had gotten an advance against that future judgment, which wound up being a no cause or a zero. The empty set. They got nothing. And interestingly enough, many of these places that do like say the lawsuit funding, if you don't get the money, you don't have to pay it back. That's often part of the agreement. Now with the uh, real estate closing company funding advances. Well, that's a deal you've said, here's the paperwork, it's going to happen. And so I don't know what the odds are of a house sale not going through when both sides have signed and agreed and are, are moving towards the closing. I'm sure it's happened, but I'm not sure if they have a contingency in there that says you got to pay the money back the instant this thing actually falls apart, or if you actually get to keep the money. That doesn't seem right to me. That seems odd to me. But in the lawsuit funding cases, I know they get to keep the money. And so the guy or gal who got the money as an advance and then got zeroed out by the jury actually got a windfall from one of these funding companies, which explains why their interest rates are higher than the market. And that's it. They're factoring in their risk of loss. So it's a crazy story. But the couple, husband and wife team, have been sentenced for wire fraud. And I had somebody ask me recently, go, Steve, what's, what's with all these allegations of wire fraud? 
because isn't this just some form of theft or fraud? Well, it turns out wire fraud is a federal statute and it's easier to prove because 99 times out of 100 these days, it creates some form of paper trail, be it faxes in the old days or emails in the present day. And all kinds of electronic devices are being used to communicate this stuff and also to transfer the money. And so the use of those devices, uh, which, by the way, are often being used in interstate commerce, which gives the feds the authority to have a wire fraud statute, that explains it. And so it's such an easy statute to go under compared to the other statutes, which might be more difficult. So there you go. Husband and wife real estate team sentenced for wire fraud. Andy sent it to me. That's from the Department of Justice's own press release. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. The happiest of all lives is a busy solitude.